guys welcome back if you've made it past the other two podcasts i've done recently well then you already know just a bit about what i'm about but um if you still haven't got it um i really just do poetry and then i also do uh, a little bit of um, chronicling my life and kind of giving you guys updates about what's going on um even book recommendations stuff that i feel like you guys would be interested in it's sometimes poetry but it isn't always um i have a lot of those in my possession but i also own a lot of novels and books that i feel like are such good reads that you you really got to give them a try even if it's not your type of book but this poem for today is called unheard and then we'll just kind of go from there so here we go my words slip away unheard and here i go hoping the spotlight will get off me This feeling is telling me you can't be trusted, so I'll say nothing. I have people I can trust, and I don't even tell them everything. What makes you think I owe you anything? Sure, you can stare me down, but you'll lose. You can say you're listening, but that's a lie. You can't hear me. I'm unheard here. So, I wrote that um, after one of the... I guess you could say one after one of the group sessions I've had, um, as far as uh, therapy goes, because uh, they didn't start implementing um, the wait your turn thing until today <laughs> to speak, um, and I noticed that you know because my ADHD and my bipolar that I do have a tendency to to talk fast, and I sometimes want to get my thoughts out so I don't forget them. So I'm like, oh, but now I catch myself. And I'm like, oh, wait, someone's talking. As soon as I notice myself talking and someone cuts right into what I'm saying, I'm like, I don't even get mad. I just mute, my, mute myself. I stop talking. And then, um, then I just wait until they're done. And if I feel like I'm comfortable enough to continue what I was saying, then I say what I'm going to say. But if I feel like the way, um, the way I was cut off was just not it was it was not valid it was, it was not called for um then i then i was kind of like mm, no i don't feel like i'm gonna finish what i was gonna say because that was that was very triggery um to like childhood and and people that i had in my life in the past and just just a lot of things i don't want to remember but um so i try to always i'm always considerate of people's feelings and if people um want to talk um I let them talk, you know, I'm a very considerate person, I put people first, which is a problem, I'm working on that, um, so I'm like, okay, gotta put myself first in situations, and in group settings, I like to make sure that I'm letting, you know, everybody get their turn, and I get that, um, but I'm somebody who feels like everybody who has something to say, it matters, and sometimes in between, when people are talking, I feel like I had to put my music on because it's that's just the way my my mind is. It gets so loud and chaotic sometimes that I need music to mellow me out and uh, keep my mind out of wherever it's trying to go. And I try to keep myself in a positive headspace at all times. Um, I've talked about that in the past. I don't like to be dragged down by anything. And I try to keep myself in high spirits and um, 
have like this natural high, which is part of people. People who have ADHD totally get it. The natural high thing where you're just, you get up and you have all this energy and you're like, the coffee kind of does the opposite for me, but it tastes great. You know, now if I have no energy at all that day, then the coffee is going to do a hundred percent of its job. But, um, I feel like sometimes when I'm writing and I catch myself writing, I do self-awareness checks in my, my journaling now where I write down where I am as far as anxiety, um, depression, um, assertiveness, um, all that, all the emotions that I seem to feel. I try to make sure that out of 10, they're not too high, but if they are, it's usually my anxiety and my stress level. And it's just because I shouldn't let things stress me out that have no place stressing me out because it's just people who don't get it and have reiterated things millions of times and they still don't get it um that's not my problem at this point but it's sometimes it can be overwhelming so I try literally everything to keep myself in the best headspace so I'll just take some time to go outside for a walk so I'll put my headphones in um I'll spend time with my dog I do a lot of reading I try to focus a little bit better because I used to be that person that had five books in my hand because that was just how much I was able to focus at the same time but now as I'm getting older and the stress level has increased uh, I can't really seem to focus the way I used to so I've been just buying books that have poetry because you don't have to focus that long because the poems are short or a little bit longer but it's not a whole story with different characters you have to keep up with um, that just seems to work better for me but I, when I wrote Unheard, I was thinking about it in more than one sense, like more than just in groups, more than in just um, family life. It really just in every facet of my life. I feel like I'm not heard. And it doesn't matter how many times I say something, it still gets bypassed somehow. Um, people just glaze over it. <laughs> and they're just like, oh yeah you said that I don't remember you saying that yeah I don't I don't remember or they completely what do you call it bulldoze over you yeah they bulldoze over you and then they expect you to keep continuing what you're gonna say it's like no no I'm done with that they're like well don't be like that you you know what you just did though you know what you did and it was wrong and that's why you you know what I mean and I don't know how to explain it. It's just frustrating. But along with um, the topic of being unheard and basically that whole concept and that feeling, there are some tips, I guess, that I could give for you guys to maybe try if you think they might help. I think that when you feel like you're unheard and that no matter how many times you've tried to explain a situation to people in your life or no matter how many times you've tried to get them to listen to you when you talk just about simple things things that are going on with you and like to cut you off because they feel like their stuff's more important well that's when you make it obvious that you're just not taking that crap anymore that's when for me it seems to work i don't talk period and they're like why are you so quiet I never have any chance to talk. Um, so I keep myself quiet. And then, um, or I just leave the room. Like, yeah, I'm going to go for a walk. Yeah. So then I can get up. I go for a walk. And I'm like, okay, 
this is this is good because this prevents me from screaming at you, right? Because I get I get pretty mad, and I don't mean to get mad. I try I'm trying my best lately to not get so angry to the point where I see violet because I don't see red anymore. I see violet, and um, someone actually told me that that's how they felt. And I said, you know, what? I gotta use that. And they said, yeah, go ahead. So I see violet when I get mad now, and that's not normal. No, seeing past the color red where you're so mad you actually see yourself just <sighs> demolishing you know and i, I don't want to be that person i don't want to be that person and I, i've been trying my absolute best to not get so mad that that is the personality that i have that's not added to my personality trait and what helps with that my tips and tricks I do self-awareness checks. I find out what's the source of what's making me mad. Why am I feeling so hostile? Why am I feeling so angry? What made me mad? How did they treat me? And all of that. And I evaluate all of that. And I'm like, okay. So none of that was in my control. That's not me. None of that activity, none of that behavior is in my control. So it can't be me. It's got to be the other person. Because I've evaluated myself. And wow. Okay. So what I said wasn't aggressive, wasn't mean, was very kind. I was just talking about something that they asked me about. They asked me how my day went, and they got mad that I explained how my day went, and they didn't want to hear all that because they just didn't, they just didn't care, right? So I'm like, okay, um, I'll keep that for future reference. I'll jot that down, and I'll just uh, at the end of the day, I pray for those people who really feel like they have to cut you down, make you make themselves feel better. I pray for them because there's nothing else I can do for them. I've tried everything else to be nice, to stay on their good side. And it doesn't matter what you do. It could be any day of the week. It could be a holiday. It could be you're sick, right? And they're still mad at you for whatever reason. Or they're taking out something that they can't control or fix on you. And you're like, hmm. You know, I see that you're upset. But you're not upset with me. You're upset with you, and you need some help, but you refuse to acknowledge that you need help, and that's not my problem. Um, my issues are being addressed. I'm talking to therapists. I'm getting all the help I need. My medication's correct. I'm finally at the right dosage. Why are you so mad? You know. And then I just end up praying for them because at the end of the day, I feel peace when I pray for them. It's not about getting a, a ticket. Um, into heaven there's no there's no easy way in no it's really for me about getting peace and closure at the end of the day i know that i pray for this person even though they treated me so badly and i didn't wish anything bad on them wanted to big time but i didn't i said you know i'm gonna be honest with myself and i'm gonna say yeah that upset me but am i gonna let it get so bad that i say something i don't mean no, no, because I want my heart to be pure. I want to be, I want to have my conscience, my conscience feel clean. My conscience is clear and it's clean. So I have peace. Going to sleep at night, waking up in the morning, knowing, hey, I was given another day. Some people weren't and I'm blessed because I feel, I feel peace. 
And one a few things that I found actually were very relatable to what I was writing about when I was writing, when I was writing Unheard, which I wrote on the 3rd of September. Um, there's something, there's a few poems and little quotes and stuff that I found were helpful and related to what I was talking about. So this one is called 3.33 p.m. and that one's by R.H. Sin. And he's a fabulous poet. I love his stuff. Um, I have a few of his books, and they're fabulous. Give them a try. But, yeah, so one of his poems is called 3.33 p.m., and it goes, They only treat you how they feel about themselves. Um, and that couldn't be more true. That couldn't be more true. It's sad that that's how they have to treat you, but it's very relatable to what I was talking about because, wow... Why do you feel like you have to treat people badly because you feel terrible about you? Like, work on that, get better, and stop being such such a wench, you know? Um, then there's other things that I felt were helpful um, in my life that kind of made me feel the same way as I was feeling when I wrote Unheard. Something I read online, and it said, I will not treat you like a priority when you treat me like an option. And that's so relatable. And a lot of times in our lives, people like to treat us like we're an option. And that doesn't happen to me anymore because I make it quite clear. Uh, if, if I feel like a little bit, you're making me like an option. If you're treating me like, an op- like, an op- like I am an option, you're already cut out of my life. Snip, snip. You get snipped out of my life so fast, you might see smoke. Um... I get a paper cut. That's how fast I'm sipping you out of my life. And it's that's how fast it goes. Um, I don't have space or time or energy in my life um, for people who don't want to treat me like I matter. Whether you're my friend, whether you're a uh, family, whether you're, you know, down the line, years later, a relationship. Um, you're not going to treat me like an option. Because that's not how it goes. Um, I treat you like you're a priority, Right? Um, what can I do to help? Um, call me whenever you need me. I'm that person. I am that person all the time. And yeah, I have my bad days, but I'm still reachable. So it's it, it's kind of it's kind of annoying. <laughs> that, um, it's it took me some time to figure it out. A long time to figure out how life goes and how people do treat you like that. But they don't get away with it for very long because after a period of time you realize, hey, I have the power in my hands, right, to remove you from my life permanently. I can block you. I can erase you. You won't exist anymore in my life, period, point blank. It's that easy. There's a button in your phone, and you just block them, right? Or if you want to be really cool, block them, then delete them, their phone number from your phone book, and then the number's blocked still, and um, they're just not in your life anymore, period. That's the best part. And I've had to do that a lot of times, but you know, it's it's a really peaceful, reassuring feeling knowing that I'm cutting out a lot of people who don't belong there anyway. And uh, I suggest it. I highly suggest it. If you've gotten to the point with somebody where you've tried voicing your feelings, your opinions, they treat you like an option, they don't care about your feelings, they've made it clear that they could care less if whatever happens, happens. They just don't care, you know? And you've done everything you can to be nice to them. You treat them like a priority. You put them first. 
and they still don't care. They don't get it. They're not listening. Well, don't treat them like a priority anymore. Treat them like they're an option. You have the option to block them, delete them from your life, period, and never look back. So do what you got to do at the end of the day. That's what I'm going to do. And uh, remember that you're not invisible. Don't get irritated with the fact that people don't always treat you like you matter because that's how they feel about themselves. Don't worry about that. It does get better. And sorry sometimes if I do talk fast because, again, ADHD. Um, If I could slow it down, I would love to do that. Trust me. Um, That's just how fast my mind is moving. This is as slow as I can talk with how fast my mind is going. It's like a bullet train. It doesn't stop. So, I'm just letting you guys know that if I'm moving too fast sometimes, or I stumble over my words, or I um, stutter, or stuff like that, that's just part of me, my personality. I don't feel the need to edit it out when that's just how I am. That's like trying to go into The Sims and edit my personality to make myself less like me. Wouldn't be me without any of my ADHD, you feel me? Okay, so that was today's. And so I'm not doing a podcast tomorrow, but Friday, um, the day after my birthday, right? Okay, so Friday, I'm going to be reading some more things that might help you guys. Um, So I think we'll talk about, I think I'll start talking more about being self-aware. So I'll talk to you guys about that on Friday, being self-aware, and I'll read some poetry about that. So I hope you guys um, enjoyed what you heard, and uh, thanks for tuning in. All right, see, hear you guys, see you guys, hear you guys. What? You guys will hear more from me on Friday. And remember, if people don't treat you like an option, what? If people don't treat you like a priority, treat them like an option, the same way they're treating you. And uh, bear with me. I don't feel the need to edit out my stuttering, any of the things that are imperfect about me. Because at the end of the day, I'm not perfect and I'm not going to try to pretend to be. Okay. All right, guys. Have a good one.